0: Okay, so we started on Thursday night, Parakaroya, and we did the first set of brachas. We got until we got until I think two lines before the lines get wide. Val and on good besures, a besura means mevasa, when someone informs you. So a besura is when someone informs you about something good. I'm a barach You make hatay So for instance, if someone tells you you just won the lottery, or, you know, business deal went through, so you say, barach We'll discuss the pratim in the sugya and the Gemara. It's a sugya. That is al besuris Now the next thing is al. In our Gemara it says the word Bisuris rice, but if you look in the Gra on the side it says nuschois Sacheris Shmuis rice. That is the girsa of the Gra. Why? Because the Gra points out beautifully that we know there's a pasuk in Mishlei. Chasik and Mishlei tells us, uh, what's, what's the Lashen? Um What's the Lashen? Which we think it means, it means if you say Lashen Har or something like that. No, it means if you inform bad information. It's Osir to inform someone bad information. If Chas you have to tell someone something, you are it. You do not, do not be the bearer, in English we say, do, do not be the bearer of bad tidings. So the Gra says, this is so Pashat, that therefore the Gra cannot be Gairus in the Mishnah, the same word on good information and on bad information. You can't say, al metem, and al reis reis Because there's no one that's going to be a Vassar a second person bad information. So therefore, the other nusach, the other girsa, is shmu'aisrays. You heard it, because there's no such word besurays. You wouldn't be giras besurays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When a person hears bad news, he makes barach dain Says the gemara, chadash. If a person builds a new house, now we'll have the suya. Actually, a slightly complicated sugya. Is build dafka? Or does that include buy? Is new dafka? Or does that include rebuild? Or does that include remodel? Buy is chadash, a new house. Vikana Kalim Khadashim, or a person buys new kalim, clothing or the like. We'll have to discuss the parameters. Aimer barach shachiyonu vikimanu vgiyonu lasmana zer. Mevarich al hara meein al atayva v'ala teiva meein al hara. A person makes a bracha ala atayva. So a ra on bad meein al atayva, even when it's in within good news. V'ala teiva meein al hara, and on good news even within bad news, which means. We'll explain the mission of for now. We'll modify this when we do the Gemara, which means information is not monolithic. <coughs> M- mono means one word. Mono doesn't mean like a disease you got in Machina and took off for three weeks. Mono means one, right? As in monotheistic and lithic, monolithic, right? So, um, with Bracha, like lithium, you know? <laughs> so, monolith, monolith. is not monolithic, which means. If let's say a person was informed later, later he lost his father, see so he makes it dynamic. when the will came in, the guy's now worth ten million dollars. So fine, so make al which means you can make a bracha on good within bad and vice versa. Sometimes overall it's good news, but there's you know there's you a bet. To do both? Yes, that's what it said. So, for instance, you know, if a person, the is going to give an example, obviously not the exact same 2022 example, but example from the Gemara's times, sometimes you could get a very good piece of information, but there's a tax bill attached. You know, you have it all the time. Like, for instance, like Ben Steinbrenner, was Yerush the team, so good news is you just got something that's worth six, seven, ten billion dollars. The bad news is you have to pay taxes on it. So you have to, like, do a zap, so you can make both brachas. You can make both brachas. You got a, a good thing, but there's a tax bill. So says the Gemara, you can make hara mei la ra. Next rule. Vatsayek over, A person who davens about something in the past hareza a t If you daven about something that happened already, it is a wasted prayer. Now, you're thinking in your head, Duh. And in fact, the Gemara is going to give an example and you're going to invite or go, duh. But if you think about it, we do it a lot of times ourselves. For instance, to <laughs> his wife is pregnant, he makes a big tefillah, <laughs> that this child should be a boy. Or is it shav. It's a wasted prayer because either the child in there is a boy, or the child in there is a girl, what it is happened already, and for you to daven now is a waste. Which means, if you daven, I hope it's not raining. It, it either is raining outside, and you don't have an umbrella, or it's not raining. If you want to daven, Hashem, please make it stop raining by 9.15 so I don't get wet on my way to the car. That's a fine prayer. But do not daven about something that happened already. <coughs> What's if someone's a embarrassed okay, so we'll have to talk exactly what stage of pregnancy. We'll the tomorrow will talk about it in depth. And hopefully you and Aaron will not be sitting next to each other that night. Okay. If a person was on the road, another example of this, called and he hears a hue and cry from the city. There's a big commotion. You hear lights and sirens and you hear a big commotion. I really hope that fire is not in my house. Well, I'm sorry to tell you. Either it is or isn't. That once again is a wasted prayer. Says the Mishnah. See, in those days, every single city city was its own uh, unique fiefdom. Like, uh, um, how do you say fiefdom in like simple English? Uh, That's the English word? Yeah. <laughs> oh like, it's the Right? So, therefore, every time you walked into a city or walked out of a city, there was a new tax collector and a new maniac that you had to appease. So says the Gemara... Hanichnas, a person goes into the city, misspelled That would trigger two prayers: Ahas achas bechnisase one upon entry, achas biitziasse and one upon exiting. Ben Azayim, no, no, arba shnei bechnisase two upon entry, v'shnei biitziasse two upon exit. Because each time, noisin haydal shavra v'tseyek halasid, you thank Hashem on the past and you daven for the future. Ben Azayim is not simply arguing about a number. Ben-Azai is arguing about the nature of prayer. Ben-Azai is saying that a prayer inherently includes thanks. If a prayer doesn't include thanks, it is that much weaker. Because, like any of us, if there's no appreciation for the past, there's less inclination to do it again in the future. And the more you feel, it's not a vart of getting covered. It's not a vart of getting, you know, buttered up. It's a vart, is, as, is my actions going anywhere? Are my actions being appreciated? Are my actions actually doing anything? If I don't hear anything from anyone, so I'll assume they don't like hey, the suppers I'm sending over. So I'll stop sending them. So as part of any prayer that someone asks, says Benazai, it behooves you to thank on the past. That is not simply a separate zach. That is a prayer enhancer. If you're not makir the the of the past, it's not a full prayer. And by the way, we also said in the past many times, if you don't pray for the future, it's not a thank you for the past. Like we had by Leah, that the reason why Leah stopped having kids is because she didn't daven she didn't dab for more kids. She just thanked. Uh, thanking should be enough. You no, know, you have part of thanks is asking for more, and part of asking more is thanks. It's a very very important thing. The, the two parts of tefillah. And that Benazah is being mechadosh He's not simply arguing in numbers. Well, why is he arguing just on this case? What's, what's tied to the, one the the to Very good. Because I think here, the Mishnah is the first time again got into delineating numbers of prayers and, and breaking it down. So Benazah is saying, oh, oh, you're breaking it down. Break it down like this. You done all the, other ones? Yeah. the question is... Talikama actually, argues on that? Like, how could that be? Um, you give thanks on the past. A person has to give the same bracha on the bad. Just like he gives a bracha on the good. Now, this. In order to prove this, we're going to bring an extremely famous PASIC, so famous that even Nuss and Sam will agree it's famous. We're going to bring an extremely famous PASIC. And once you're going to bring that PASIC, we're going to have to say the standard drushas on it. And once we say the standard on then we're going to have to hock about them. And only after we say the standard and then we hack about them. The commission is going to get back to the drusha that it wanted to bring to prove this point. So excuse the detour. Like it says in the pasuk, "Vahavtei Hashem alikecha," you have to love Hashem b'chol with all of your heart. What does that mean? B'chol What does all your heart mean? What does that mean? B'shnei yitzrech with your two yitzrs, biyitzr teiv ubiyitzr hara with your yitzr teiv and your yitzr Okay. Let us pause. What does that mean? How do you serve Hashem? I mean, just let's ask the question very simply. How do you serve Hashem with your Yetzir Hara? My Yetzir Hara tells me to eat more than I should, to look where I shouldn't, to take what I shouldn't, to do what I shouldn't. None of those sounds like service to the Rebbein Sholeil. So what does it mean that you should love Hashem, meaning and serve Him, with both of your Yetzirs? So there's a famous, famous explanation from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter in our Yisrael. Ari Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael didn't write. Rav Yisrael Salanter didn't write in Yisrael, but our Yisrael is a collection of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's mechtavim. So in Ari Yisrael there's a famous, there's a famous letter. And Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says as follows. That there are two, there are two pieces for lack of a better word, that control a person. His logic and his drives. Your logic is your or Taif. Your drives are your or Hara. So, so far, this is like, we could have said this all when, when you're acting logically, you're generally listening to your or Taif. When you're acting illogically, so why are you doing it? You, you're, not, you're not an amoeba you do things with planning. You <laughs> had a want and a reason to do something. Even when you do something bad or stupid, you had a cheshben, sometimes you're so embarrassed that when someone asks you, what were you thinking? You, you don't even feel comfortable answering, but you were thinking something. You are not an involuntary twitch. You, you were thinking something when you did that. So when you do something logically, that's your nature type. When you do something because of your drives, that's your Yetzir Hara. Says Yerub Salanter, there are two ways to deal with one's pushes from the wrong side. Either you could overpower them logically. You can logically make a cheshben It makes no sense for me to overeat. So I'm going to say no to my taiva. Your Yetzir taiva is beating your Yetzir Okay, That's what it means, you serve Hashem with your Yetzir taiva, Or, you could be yetzer. When you Kayvashayetzar, that's not logic. That's not logic. You didn't logically Kayvashayetzar. A Yetzar was Kayvashayetzar. So says Salanter. that's what it means, you're serving Hashem with your Yetzarah. Because yetsahara is drives. If you subdue a drive, and now you don't you don't have a drive to do something us or anymore. That is your Yetzirah, i.e., your drives serving Hashem. So Bissrael explains that bchal b'shne means either if you convince yourself, if you convince yourself to do something based on logic, that's your Yetzirah serving Hashem, or if you actually deal with the drive and you don't listen to the drive, that is your Yetzirah serving Hashem. That's how Yetzirah explains it. The simple explanation is that not always is doing the right thing, the right thing, and not always is doing the wrong thing, the wrong thing. So sometimes, you know, for example, Yael uh, um, did Bia with Sisrei. That's, that's an Avera. But it, it, was, it was a bad thing for a good cause. That's serving Hashem with your Yetzirah. Um, sometimes Shol Shol he used his tayv wrongly. He had rachmanes on Hagag. Generally, rachmanes comes from a good place. Misplaced rachmanes is an Aveiro. So, Bishne Yetzirotayv, tayv, Yetzirotayv means you always have to do the right thing. Sometimes the right thing is a mitzvah, sometimes the right thing is an Aveiro. But you always have to do the right thing. That's the other P'sha. Okay. That is, B'chalavavcha, B'Shnei Yetzirotayv, tayv, Yetzirotayv. B'chal Nafshicha, Afilu noy telas nafshecha. Bechol nafshecha is even if a guy takes your nefesh, Bechol meydecha is Bechol meymeynecha. Bechol means with all your money. So that is the famous drasha from Bechol Avavcha, Bechol nafshechol Before we go on, there is an incredible diyuk from the Tzlach, the Neyed Behuda, to a adar Rabbi Shal-Kol wrote a sefer on Brachas, a couple other this called Tzlach. Stands for Tziel and Nefesh And in the Tzlach, the Nehdi makes an amazing deal. You have two phrases right next to each other. nafshecha afilu hu es even if he takes your nefesh. <speaking in Hebrew> with all your moments. It doesn't say if he takes your moment. So, I mean, the DIAK is blaring and glaring. The DIAK is mamish open. When it comes to your life, it only talks in terms of taking. When he takes your life, when it talks about money, it doesn't say anything about him taking. So, it's mamish a DIAK. Two sentences juxtaposed to each other like that, with a different motion says the tzlach, you see from here an incredible thing that when it comes to giving your life you are never allowed to commit suicide even to save from an avera which is the psaq of the ramah. The ramah actually paskins this in Hayim, that if let's say you sense a situation coming and we're it's going to be either do this or that, and for whatever reason you don't think you're going to have the guts at the time, or you don't want to give the guy the satisfaction, or for whatever reason you want to do preemptive suicide to save yourself from doing an Aveira, says the Ramah, it is usher to do preemptive suicide to save yourself from doing an Aveira. That's the psak of the Ramah. Says, the Nei that Psak of the Ramah, is the explanation of this deal. That when it comes to your life, it talks only in terms of Only if the guy takes your life. When it talks about money, no, no, there you're proactive. And if the guy comes in and it's a matter of money, you're proactive. You don't wait for the guy to say, give me X, you pay him. You're proactive. You have a diuk from this <laughs> Mishnah. Money, you're proactive. Life, you're only passive, nothing more. That is the Nedibihud's diuk. Says Rabbi and Kaivet this is actually subject to a Machlekis And we have to join another Machlekis midstream to understand this. There's a sheet of a Balamar, famous sheet of Balomar, that we know there's the big three Yahari Val Yavra, Abedazar, Gilia Rais, Shvikh Says the Balamar, not necessarily. You think, you think that you have to give up your life for any situation of Abedazar, for any situation of Gilia Rais, and for any situation of Shvikh Hasdamim. Says the Balamar, not true. It's only if it's a part of a concerted effort to push you away from your religion. If the person doing it is only there for personal pleasure and personal benefit, you do not have to do your Harik Val You to participate. That is the sheet of the Baal So. It's very tough to give an example by Avaita Zara that he's doing it for personal pleasure, not to push you off your religion, so we're not even going to try. It's pretty tough by murder, but we could give a case, but it's complicated by murder, so we're not going to try. But it's very easy by Gilia Rice. Says the Balamar, we know by Gilia Rice, it's Yarag Val Yavor, if a guy puts a gun to your head, says, be boiled that ever, I shoot your head off. You're if to get your your head shot off rather than being boiled the arava, says the balmar. Not so posh. If the guys tell you to be boiled another person, so then it's obviously a religious coercion. He's trying to get you off your religion. Then you have to get killed. If the guy is simply interested in self-fulfillment and he wants it for his own Hana, then it's motor, says the balmar. Balmar says the Gimel Hamurs of Yahar Bal gavar are only for religious persecution not for personal hanah. That's the sheet of the Balamar. Says the Ramban says the Ramban no way. Says the Ramban in the Melchamas in Sanhedrin where the sugi comes up. Not true and I'll prove it to you. Under any circumstances under any circumstances a person is to get killed for Gilead rise, even if the person pushing them wasn't doing it for religious reasons, they were doing it for personal Hanor reasons. And the Ramban brings two famous Gemaras, both in kedushin, both in Dachmem Aleph, of Mamish this case. There was once this powerful Roman woman that wanted to live with Urv Kahana, and... She was about to kill Rav Kahana. She was about to force Rav Kahana. Now here it's mamish for Hanoa's Hatzma. It's nothing to do with religion. Rav Kahana jumped off the roof. Rav Kahana jumped off the roof in order to, to avoid being with that woman, says the Rabban. What do you see from there? It wasn't for religious purposes. It was for Hanoa Satsva. And yet, Rav Kahana jumped off the roof. You see, even for personal Hanah, it's Yaharik Val Yavra. The Gemara then brings the same story with Rav that this woman propositioned Rav Tzaddik, and Rav Tzaddik jumped into a fire in order to save himself from being with that woman. Once again, it was for personal Hanah. It wasn't for religious persecution. And we see that there is even Yohar Val there. Fine, that's the Machligus Ramban and Balambar. Says Rebbe Hanan, you see in both these cases, not just passive getting killed, it was proactive getting killed. They jumped off the roof. Says Rebbe Hanan, you see from these Gemaras, not like the Diak of the Tzlach and our Mishnah, not like the Psak of the Ramah. you see that Yoharik Val is not simply getting killed in order to avoid doing an avera it even mm-hmm. is you're supposed to kill yourself before doing one of the gimel hamurus that said the learned learns different over there. The rabbiniana knew rabbiniana says both of them knew that they were going to be saved rufkana knew when he jumped off the roof he wouldn't die and Rav tzaddik knew that when he jumped in the fire he wouldn't die and that's why they did it so all bets are off one last fascinating point before we go weiter. Now, this is not halach Said no one should get any ideas. The Radal in discusses, can a person commit suicide to atone for serious, serious, serious averis? Which means a person did such bad averis that after careful research, he determined there's no form of tshuva or penitence that would atone for these avers. That no matter how much Gilgal Shaleg and how much Taniyais and how much Sigufim he can do, it will not atone for the types of sins he's done. May he commit suicide, may he commit suicide for, to, to, he says you could. What's Makhafer for that? No, since it was Godzach, it doesn't need kapara. That's, like I said, don't try that at home. Or anywhere not at home also. Okay. So that is, that is... That is... And is all your property. So all these uh, places and times of mystery, I can't remember exactly which ones, but there were... Like Masada. Like Masada, I think in, in Europe or someplace in England, right? They took their own lives before so they be, were being, Because uh, there, they were afraid... That first of all, it could be they're allowed or not mechayiv. We were only talking about yeah. Second well, they were afraid there that they would torture them, and and to and to save yourself from torture, it's much because torture is not withstandable. So there was to save yourself from torture. <laughs> Jump out the window. I think he said no. He said no. I you time, How you sure? time, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think so. That it's better that the fire gets on into the jar I could be totally wrong because I totally made that up. But I'm almost positive. I heard it. <coughs> Even though they were. We're not Chayisha. I hear where it's. I mean, I'm not saying I never heard that pesach, but I hear where it's coming from. Chayisha. In, in in the extra ten minutes till the fire hit the hundred fifteenth floor, he could have said vidui and tahilim and shema. And put on film, you know. I need therapy, I'm gonna therapy this year. <laughs> That's after the Mishnah. Um, what does it mean, remember, we still haven't said our pshat, right? That whatever Hashem measures you, you have to thank Him. Another pshat, that famous pasig is, any measurement that Hashem gives you, have a the light. you have to thank Him. Oh, that's the mekar for this thing. If Hashem measures you good news, thank Him. If Hashem measures you bad news, thank Him as well. And that is, that is the mekar for this thing that no matter what uh, Kar Baruchah gives you, Shmua Rar, Shmua you have to thank Hashem. Okay, let us now see if we could Make a shtickle sprint for the end of the Mishnah, and still have time for Chazar Yaakov, and and then we could we could start the Gemara tomorrow night because we hacked a lot about the Mishnah. <laughs> a person is not allowed to act lightheaded. For now, we'll just translate that as not sneias facing the eastern gate of the base Hamikdash. So, I'm sure you remember from your last good tour of your Shalayim when you're on Harazesim, or like the Bartanurus Kever, that area, and you're, you know, you're looking down a valley and then up a hill again, and you're looking at Shar Shushan Abira, Shar Shafat Kever Shafat. You're looking at the eastern wall of the har complex. So remember, when we go to the Kaisal Maravi, and Davin there, we are behind the entire Bais Amigdash. When people came to Bais Amigdash, they entered on the eastern side, East Jerusalem, har and as you went in, you went deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the Beis Ham-English complex till you reached the Kedosh HaKadoshim, which was the westernmost part of the Beis Ham-English complex. Behind it, there was 11 Amas that no one rarely went. And after those 11 Amas, there was a wall. At the end of Harabayas. When we're diving at the Kaisel, we're on the other side of the western wall of the Harabayas complex. So we are directly opposite. So when you're, when you're diving at the Kaisel, just, you know, you know, I'm really stupid with directions, so just help me talk to myself. So you're diving at the Kaisel, so you're here. To your right is the Kaisel Jurani, the southern wall excavations. So if you walk back from the Kaisel to like where the security gate is, then you instead of going out security gate, you would walk along those walls that's the southern side of Harbas. If you then make another left, you would then be on the eastern side of Harabas, you would be facing Shar Shushan Abira, the eastern entrance of Harbas. that's where a person would walk into Harbas. now what's cool about that is that door is a direct line if all the doors would be open, door door, door 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 door. so you pass the door of the then you pass the door of the Ezra's Nashim. You pass the door of the Ezra's Yisro. Then you'd see the Kehavid. Then you, it was there to the block you slightly, but then you would pass the door of the Hechal, the Ulam, and the Kedushah So minus the incline that there is, but you'd have a straight shot from where you are into the Kedushah Kadoshim. Therefore, even if you're in that Arab hospital on top of of Mount of Olives, that you're directly facing east to the Harbais, you're not allowed to go to the bathroom, for instance, because there's a direct line of sight from you to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So you can't do anything not Sniyas there. L'yik ha'odamas, <laughs> a person cannot act lightheaded, not Sniyas, facing the eastern gate of the Beis HaMikdashu, hu'mechoven, because it's exactly aligned, keneged Beis Kaddish But where we go to the bathroom, which is on right, on right there on the western side, it's not us. Awesome. Not us. Awesome. By the way, a person cannot go on Harabais. Now, <laughs> um, certain ones of our friends would point out to you that there's, this sentence continues. Other ones of my friends would say, no, Harabais, period. Anyway, a person's not going on Harabais. Bimakle with his walking stick, Ubiminole his shoes, Pundrasse his knapsack. Uba'avak ba'avek raglov his dusty feet. Vule yasenu kapandria, you're not going to make it a shortcut. Urikiki, you're for sure not going to spit on me kav ochaymer. which means, if you're not going to walk in Har with shoes, of course you're not going to spit on Har period, because Har still has kedusha. Kol chais mei brachas shebe All the endings of all brachas in the migdash, they wouldn't end baruch Hashem ele kenu because they would have the shame on perhaps. And therefore, they would say, Barach shame, and then they would say, Min ha'ilam. hayu ad ha'ilam, <laughs> or some people say, Min ha'ilam. explained because when you were in the base of you, you were not in this world. So you were like just directly transported, Min ha'ilam. You were directly transported to the other world. So when you hear a bracha in the base, in English, they wouldn't say, Barat Hashem, Of course, Melech You would be directly transported to Min ha-ilam. When the Tzedukim said, Aha! You see you're only mentioning one world in your brachas? You see, even you guys can see there's only one world. There's not a second world to come. From You see there's only one world? Hiskina, we said, You know what? Aimer We we should say two things. We should say every brach on the base. I mean, Amygda should actually mention both worlds. Okay, we'll stop here to have time for Hazara, we'll finish the Mishnah again.